Hello. Hiya. What is good? And welcome back to Cliffhangers. We are Barney and Lukey from Truffle Pig Wigs, your favourite vivacious girls, gals who just live, love, laugh everything about drag. We're coming at you from London's dazzling East End with the unofficial, unrequested and unhinged Drag Race podcast. So we'll be screaming and yelling over as many seasons of Drag Race before we pass out. So grab yourself a Capri Sun and get yourself comfy. Just a little cliffhangers disclaimer. We are super fans of drag in all its forms and our number one rule here is that the only people getting laughed at should be us. Cliffhangers is here to uplift queer art and nothing we say is changing or discrediting that. Try as we might. E bings, e bangs, and he most certainly e bongs. It is Barney, everybody. <laughs> 420 lifestyle. Truly, because I pressed the wrong uh, sound as well. That's yeah. meant to be crowd. So fucking blazed. It's like <laughs> any button at this point. Uh, she has stuffed more people into her flooded basement than Joseph Fritzel. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lukey Luck. Oh. Thank you, thank you for noticing my good work over the she years. She is going to hell. Helena Hot Car, is that what they say? My other one was, beep, beep, is that my messy cross-dressy Bessie in a Tessie? <laughs> <laughs> but we don't like to support EM on this pod, do we? EM? Elon Musk. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> I thought, uh, I was sure, I was like, that. it's actually by Sweetie, but okay. <laughs> um, no, we do not, we are not Elon bros at all. Uh, first of all, I feel like I need to make a formal apology on Why? the pod. Oh. Whilst friend, perhaps enemy now of the pod, you know her, Maggie, was watching the finale I mistakenly <gasps> sent her a, a gushing screenshot I'd sent to Kylie Sonique Love. And in my mind, I thought I was just being like, oh, my God, I love you so much. But I had actually said, congratulations, you truly deserve it. And then Maggie was like, is that a spoiler? And I shat myself and she was very angry, rightfully so. So what we've done now is to remedy that. She is going to watch the UK season three <laughs> finale before me. And then she's going to DM the winner and send me a screenshot whilst I'm watching it. It's only fair. It's only, it's only fair. fair. You've ruined her only source of happiness. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just glad that's all cleared up now. That was uh, I'm really sorry, but I need to make another formal apology too. You what? Hit that- <laughs> I need to make a rebuttal. And it's a large rebuttal. <laughs> it is an urban legend <gasps> about the dog in the suitcase. Ca- right. Can I just say, I worked with this girl, Sophie, very good friend of mine. And unbeknownst to me, a horrid liar. <laughs> she actually said that she found out that the story was an urban legend and she thought she'd told everyone. I don't work with her anymore. And she said that she told everyone. Like when you get chlamydia, you have to go around yeah. and contact everybody. <laughs> exactly. I voice noted her being like, are you fucking kidding me? The amount of people that I've told this story and now sitting up on the pod like a damn fool. On the international uh, stage. I just on the, And it goes on the interwebs so forever. <laughs> um, and it's an urban legend. I mean, legend has it that she still haunts the Vicky line with that suitcase full of dog. But it's absolute bullshit. Thank God our good darling babe station messaged me and was like, no sis. Somebody lied to her several times. 
Um, and then also, if the shame of that wasn't bad enough, then our sweet baby angel, a lot of nerve on which sidebar, please go follow a lot of nerve. She's such a sick drag queen and we love her and burlesque performer real deep friend of the pod she's just a fantastic artist so a lot of nerve go follow her um but she also publicly messaged me saying no 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 baby take this down <laughs> um, call to action. i couldn't i couldn't it was already up on the blogs it was, the blogs were a fire with it i, w- I was livid i was already shopping for guns in my head mm. someone someone has to go down for this shit like <laughs> but yeah completely completely embarrassed and humiliated uh, on on a on a world stage, but it's actually not true. So I take it all back. Okay, I guess we can forgive you this one time. Yeah, should we talk about hoopla? Should we talk about your giant hoopla? <laughs> okay, um, what do you got? It was well. I mean, first of all, we didn't go. The insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, us refusing to sit at home. Um, but the, I mean, obviously the incessant rush of having to get so many girls shit ready for hoopla. Uh, that, that, that was a fun week, wasn't mm. it? Of just being like, I need this. But shout out to our good Judies. So many good Judies up on that world stage. Um, Miss Joseph Wilson, who also has just become, uh, I mean, his work at the moment, he's just become one of the dazed, uh, like sort of like ones to watch, not ones to watch, but um, he's like basically working with days for all his videography work. And he does so much sick shit that like highlights people within the queer community. So Joseph Wilson, go hit up that Instagram. Fantastic. Um, but he, yeah, his work at the moment is being like showcased on like another man, just like ba- basically being picked out. Like his newest film um, is like on so many platforms, just being given so much shine. But he danced for Wigfield on mm. a Saturday night, on a Saturday night, along with obviously our baby Georgie B. Um, who else was up there? Mahatma Kandi, I saw, looking resplendent. I think just free- May. Just May. I think Are Frida Slaves. <laughs> um, also, was our good good girl Grace Shush on there as well? I hope so. Just so many little angel faces, so many babies. Um, and just fantastic work. I really thought that was, for me, seeing that, seeing a little bit of that, that was a real highlight. Um, we also did our own show on Friday night, which was... God, we got so much preamble this week. I know. But we really I like it, though. We really, like an olive, we've really <laughs> stuffed a lot in this uh, past week, haven't we? Mm. We had, yeah, we had uh, our show at Oslo. Uh and that went actually quite fantastically. But now it we've really got did. at least we've got one month off. Um to- And one of our valued customers, Minxy, the valued. Profession- one of our beloved customers. <laughs> <laughs> valued. Uh yep, she is a professional goth, Minxie. Yeah. Invited us down to her Gaga brunch. Oh at my Nikki's god, yes. in Shoreditch. Um she was performing alongside Trolley Dolly and Just May and Dolly Trolley. What did yeah. I say? Trolley Dolly. <laughs> That's actually the pun, honey. Um yeah. Absolutely. And that was fucking fantastic, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, it was giving you glamour. It was giving you sex. It's all quite minxy and the sex. It was great. When and gave us up, burgers as well, which was bu- good because burgers. I had a bit of a bubbly tummy from the night before. You so I thought if, if it's eggs, I'm not sure. Just a real fucking round, well-rounded uh, performance there. We were really getting the fantastic uh, mental core stylings of Minxie mm. and also Dolly Trolley. And just also just made a comedy and the, the body. The body. The body. The pattern on her is absolutely outrageous. <laughs> um, but yeah, Gaga Brunch at Nikki's, I believe every Saturday. And then it also goes into 80s Brunch. So if you're around Shoreditch um, and you need something to do and you need to be around a gaggle of screaming queers, then head down to uh, Nikki's because it's fucking great. Is there a uh, collective noun for the honeys, the drag queens, the dolls, the divas? Um, just like I'm, I imagine a gaggle, a scream, pretty, yeah, 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 a shriek. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, should we talk about? Shall we talk about the drags? Well, yes, 
also, <laughs> seven and a half minutes in, I'm like, they, they came here for some reason. Well, I was going to say, it's our last pod until oh, UK and how excited we are for the UK. It is. And it's you know, a UK ting. Scrub that we bring. Bring out the mic. <laughs> the journey again with a mistake. Um, real, real fans know. Uh, but... It was so funny because when we first started the pod, it was like, maybe we'll just do like the UK. And then people messaged us being like, are you going to cover um, Drag Race Ukraine? Like, and it's just got to the point where it's just like, there are so many. And also even UK is coming thick and fast. Like, I thought we'd have sort of like three three years off in between mm. each one. And now it's like, oh, just kidding. It's just finished, but you need to. I saw a meme and it was like silky from the Smackdown, like looking at the the mystery wall and it mm. was about like eight different drag races that's about to start like back to back yeah i mean it's it's absolutely fucking mental um and i will be watching five to ten percent of them <laughs> so i just ain't got the time mate i ain't got the time all right well with, with that all said and done for the last time oh this year previously on all stars previously indeed Eureka, car, 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 came back. Uh, they gave us the charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent monologues. Yeah. Uh, and breaking the usual comeback curse, she was the top all-star of the week. Lip syncing against uh, the assassin, the gorgeous uh, Jada Essence Hall, the essence of beauty. Also, I'm crying at the, the comeback curse. Is that, when, <laughs> is that when they pull out and don't let you know? It's just... Yeah, on they the just come on it's your like, back. How, yeah. how the fuck am I supposed to wipe this off? <laughs> um, both JJ and Riki um, and all the rest of the girls, basically everyone chose our Earth Angel, Trinity K. Bonet, to go home. Because they're haters. Mm, they can't Did you also it. clock that they played that, the chunky one-inch heel, and then everyone laughed like it was a highlight? It was like and one of the only things that they played. It was like, what? Did you see that they showed um, Trini, like, getting down low, being, talking about, catfish and it just like cuts to the panel and they're just giving just like nothing like that's lies yeah it smells fishy send her out with grace and dignity not on a lie exactly mr producer behave that's some bullshit Mm. but yes then we join the girls back in the what the zivak room uh post elimination to count the votes from the black box of doom um hearing them all reminisce about how they left and how it affected like their sense of self and their growth and stuff Really was very emotional, actually, when I rewatched it this morning. I thought, oh, that really hit me. Like hearing like Kylie, Kylie and Raja especially, um, like talk about how like difficult it was. Because everyone's like, oh my God, your dreams are made. You've been on Drag Race. And it's like, mm. actually, no, like you can come off and you're like, that was the worst fucking decision I ever made. Well, I guess it's very different reasons. Speak isn't to it? Robbie Turner. Because <laughs> with Kylie, it's more just like the the length of time she's been off the screens and Raja's because mm. she was became a hate figure. But I think as well, like you say, like with Kylie, for example, like you come off and it, the the longer that you're off and the longer that the fans don't engage with you and the world of wonder don't engage with you, it makes you feel irrelevant. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like you can even have a good run on, but that run on the show. But then after you come off, like it depends how you're received after the show as well. Like unless you're someone like Alyssa or Katya and Trixie or whatever that can just like c- keep constant obsession with you. Because it's like, how the fuck are Trixie and Catcher? I mean, I'm not saying how the fuck, because obviously they're incredible, but like, they are still the queens that do the Netflix program and stuff. And it's like, they haven't been on for so long. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you can just stay within like the the vision and like the the, the zeitgeist, then you're you're absolutely like made forever. Like Trixie and Catcher are never going to go out of style. No, never. Uh, question. How quick will you be snapping up a boob tube that reads... From woe is me to wow, it's me. 
Diamond Taste. <laughs> I mean, immediately, if not sooner. I mean, uh, the, my first thought was, that has got LG written all over it. And I thought, <laughs> she right now can hear the sounds of her going on AliExpress looking for it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I imagine like a yellow boob tube with it in like Diamante crystals. Yeah. Bible girl, you speak to Kylie, Sonique, yeah, make yeah, it yeah, happen. Yeah. Or we just get fucking crazy with a hot glue gun and a we couple start of screen doing, prints. Um, what do they call it? Bootleg merch. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what our website should be, you know, rather than that drag queen merch, just like yeah. bootleg. And everything's a bit skewy. CEO of branding. Yeah, yeah. Everything's just off by like 10 degrees. Um, I really felt like it was anyone's at this point, though. I was like, fuck, like the way that they're kind of the the way that they're spinning it. I couldn't remember whether they do that every season, but I was looking long and I was like, it wouldn't surprise me if Eureka won. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously it could be Ginger. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but like it, it really could at this point go to anyone, which mm. is scary. I liked when Eureka was like, I'm coming for the crown and not that leather one you're wearing in confessionals, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Loved how positive TKB's message on the mirror was as well. She's obviously leaving with elegance, as always. And we know she is an emo queen, so Well, exactly. And I really hate a snarky. They don't happen a lot, but like I hate a snarky mirror message because it's like... It's your last leave. It's your last leaving a pre- impression, mm. and like to be nasty and bitchy. Like leave the aggression for the saunas where it belongs. You know, <laughs> like don't don't bring it up to the mirror. Um, and when, <laughs> it cracked me up because whenever Raja sings, I'm like, yes, like take us to church, Ms. O'Hara. Like absolutely, like going for it. And then Ginger joins in, and I'm like, okay, bitch, like sh- zip it. This ain't like fucking glee, <laughs> short and stout. Like you keep it quiet. Um, and it just like it happened twice in this episode. That I was like, yes, this, the singer, the vocalist. Like shut up. <laughs> um, so can I uh, can I give you a little hot? Hot info, please. Uh, a bad mama jammer. Do you know what it is? I mean, you obviously know what it is. Uh, I know they sort of say it back in the day. Yeah, well, but I just assumed it was kind of like a bad bitch. But I thought it was specifically like um, from the school of sort of the brick house. It was like a She's curvaceous Yeah, it was like a curvaceous young woman. Mm. But and she, you know, she, she's got swerves in all the right places. Uh, but I looked it up, and actually, it's just like. It can be a man as well. It can just—it's just like a bad bitch in general. Okay. Like so a bad fine. mama jammer is just like someone, not specifically from the south, but I imagine from whence do they hail? It is there. Mm. Um, and if listeners don't know, the reason that uh, a thick lady would be called a brick house is because their a brick house is built from the ground up. Yeah, good foundations, mm. good strong, thick. I really foundations. like that. Yeah, um, but Lukey, you hit that noise because it's a new day. Go. Hey! It's a new day in the workroom. <laughs> We're going to have to keep on going with that because I love it and I need to carry her yeah. uh, forever. Um, RuPaul could, just couldn't let us leave this season without hitting us one more time in the jugular with that crochet nightmare of a suit. <laughs> that, <laughs> I really don't like it, Kath. That outfit was not okayed in the group chat. Take, I, I think I've blocked back. it out. It was absolutely disgusting. It was like if they got like a polyester suit and then, like, did iron-on patches of, like, crochet pattern. It was uh, it was unbelievable. It was disgusting. Not very nice. <laughs> um, Tanya Tucker, do you know her? Now, even though I do not know Tanya Tucker, what I am obsessed with is her sitting there in full high whore drag. Oh, well, of course, she's a, a lady of the country. The country singer to Glamour Pipeline. It is. Like, is that just, like, a country thing? It must be. Absolutely fantastic. The only thing I know about Tanya Tucker, I do know Delta Dawn, 
Delta Dawn. Um, from Friends, unfortunately, very embarrassingly. When's that in it? Like Monica sings it once. That's yeah. But the only other reference that I do know is, um, you know, because I'm a redneck woman. Ain't no oh, I know that from one of our wig broad. videos. Um, it goes. Is that her then? Well, no, it goes. And I know every word to every Tanya Tucker song. I think that might be a lie. <laughs> Let me g- Google the lyrics. Um, I just know her because obviously she was a guest judge on season two for the uh, Disco's Extra Greasy Shortening. Was she? Mm. So this is not her first time? No, on the guest panel. But yeah, I'm not aware of her tunes. No. Fun of the art, fun of the visuals, though. Mm. Love, love to see. Love an older lady with a pink rinse. Oh, yeah. Like Anita's mum. Shout had sort out of, Sheila. She had sort of like, she had like uh, a lovely balayage run through, like a pink balayage mm. run through. I thought, congrats to you. <laughs> really showing the age. Uh, there's glamour in all ages. Um, Can you imagine if we had to do like an uplifting folk song about <laughs> the United Kingdom? What would you write about? The only thing that I'm proud of for England is pe- the fact that people ignore each other on the tubes in the morning. That mm. you've, you haven't got no peppy steppy people smiling and wanting to talk to you. And the Boots meal deal, which continues to give. It does, it does. Yeah. Those points are fantastic. Um, I guess I would talk about like woodland animals, maybe. I mean... The voles, the, <laughs> the shrews. Vol- yeah. A classic... Uh, farm, uh, farm animals. Yeah, a classic uh, scone is nice. Yes, yes, yes. Devon cream. Yeah. Um, we've got some nice cold beaches if you like that kind of thing. Which you don't really. No. So yeah. So really nothing. It would be real tough, wouldn't it? I it absolutely. I re- literally thought exactly the same thing when they were like, "Oh, it is a love letter to the USA." I thought, sure, white supremacist neighbours, crippling healthcare debt, mass shootings, the pillaging of sacred indigenous land. What is not to love? <laughs> Write a love letter, honey. Like. Although now I'm thinking maybe it would be quite funny to just do a sort of a love ode to like chav culture. Chav, I don't believe we talked about I did inverted, the term. Yeah, inverted okay, fingers, but you couldn't see that, listeners. Um, I also, chav uh, stands for something. I remember someone told me once and I was like, that makes it actually even worse. It's like council house aspo something. It like stands for things. Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like even more out. even more offensive than uh, you could even possibly believe. When I think of that, it reminds me of my mum's friend Maria. And when the term first came out, she had only seen it written and she used to say it, uh, I think it was called Shav. <laughs> um, so it's, oh my God. It stands for council housed and violent. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Does that not make... Uh... I call Shane. That that is it's it's actually very disgusting, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I would not. I would I would literally be unable to write a love letter to the UK. I'd have to like come up with something mental. Um, but I thought this is interesting because they're all vocalists. No, I mean I use the term vocalists in a drag race structure. Sure. Uh, um, <laughs> but like these are all people. Like aside from Eureka, but I know that Eureka says that she's a, a rapstress. She does. So like she these does. are all like performers that like this is it within my wheelhouse that yeah. I'm like gonna. Um, so I thought that this this could be interesting. You could get a really good uh, result from this. I just have a real strong hunch. Call me hunchback, a yeah, neutra. I have, not to your face. But. <laughs> um, I think everything Eureka has done this episode is just based on wanting to wear that goddamn. Ah! I was. It's literally insane. Cool bullshit. I mean, you can tell that she had that costume and she's like, oh, I missed it on the runway. How can I shoehorn? I'm going to write my rap about. Imagine if she was like, um, 
So my wrap this week is, I know it's about the USA, but it's also about someone that does a makeover challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she thinks she's slick, but we see it. And I fear she may have girl-bossed a tad too close to the sun with this one. Because it's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not, we see it. We see each other. Perhaps. Um, I really liked that Raja wasn't afraid to kind of, like what we were saying, just like, a, like address how difficult this challenge is to write an uplifting song about yeah. a country that is a shit yeah, show. Yeah, 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 exactly. Ain't we all, honey? Ain't uh, we all? We're a working programme. It just cracks me up every time, like the way that they edit the show. Um, because obviously they want for for Lady RuPaul Charles to get her moment and also uh, just for the way that the, the drama and theatrics of the show works, that they want serious topics, but it just like glosses over it. So it's like, so I'm I'm discussing reproductive rights. Dum, 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 dum. I'm discussing like <laughs> rape culture. Dum, 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 dum. It's just like there's no time for any of them to talk about it in, like in any meaningful way. But they just like know that they want it for the theatrics yeah. and it just like glosses over it. So like... Um, it also absolutely fucking cracks me up when there's always someone every season that's just like, do you know what? This is going to be really, really tough for me just because I write so much. It's At this point, it's just like pages and pages. Like, very Bendela. Yeah. Oh, and, and they like, both wear the uh, confessional crown as well. There must be a yeah. couple of links there. And also very Alyssa when she's laughing at her own jokes. She's like, oh, I've, just got, <laughs> I've just got so much. I've just... Then we all do do over into dance rehearsals with the one and only Jamal Sims. Sunny flowers, actually. <laughs> I just, actually, I just love him. I just <laughs> love him. Uh, such a sweet angel, and I love how just how everyone goes absolutely fucking crazy when they have yeah. any proximity <laughs> to him. I got sore legs trying to do Raja's like clapping on the legs, like did it, did it, did it, step, wait, <laughs> step, clap, hit down. I was expecting a little toe tapping down the rec centre, you know, sort of very. Uh, middle-aged mum does country but Jamal was on his drumline shit mm. um, it, it, that was they were some like quick movements yeah like, very stylized as well and I thought for non-dancers tough no yeah I, I mean I already felt uh, very nervous for that sounded really cunty like um, for non-dancers <laughs> I can't even imagine what that's like what was it like Luke <laughs> Not being a natural performer um, I did weirdly still feel anxious about having to do all this like country boot scooting Eureka was having to do I didn't even have to do it and I I was still scared Kylie has a natural roadhouse back roads cowgirl bitch attitude you heard it now that's the stinky tea and that is the stinky tea can you believe what is there a higher compliment than that coming from Jamal Sims I was like what a fucking sentence Mm, say it again a natural roadhouse back roads cowgirl bitch attitude Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, did you like the bandanaography? I did. I felt very calm watching her because I think she's just laser focused, isn't mm. she? She didn't seem like overwhelmed. She didn't seem like she was too nervous. She just seemed like, let me get this down so I can fuck this competition up. Can we talk about the main problem here? What? Where was the arch in the back, Ginger Minge? Well, did she not go to uni? <laughs> like, come on. That arch was on 1% maximum. Like, <laughs> poor Mr. Minge. Well, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely zero arch scene from her. Um, and I liked a bit when they were like, there's like a part of me that like, doesn't see myself as sexy. I was like, the part is us. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say you dance from like here or from here? From, I mean, you remember you're on a podcast. So well, from where just, and where? I'm just quoting Jamal. Oh, from sure. like head or from groin? Um, 
Definitely from groins. So. I think all like it, it's got to. That's why I can't do footwork because the groin is too strong. Because the puss is taken over. Yeah. The strength of the teeth are just the too. Vulva undulation vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but when is someone gonna? Gonna fuck Jamal Sims. I mean, I don't know whether you'd fuck Jamal. Maybe they're just backstage bumping purses. I don't know. But like, how do you know no one has? Well, exactly. I need to know the backstage of. Are you telling me that they get this amount of hot, hot cross dressers in a room, and we shouldn't use cross dressers? I'm, I'm a bit you confused. Use cross dressers. I'm a bit confused about the term crossies because obviously we love it, but I'm sure it must be offensive. To me, to me personally, I mean, I have actually no, re- no standing no whether this is correct or not but i when i think of crossdresser i think of it being like a straight cis man who kind of likes to wear a couple of like five dernier like navy tights over the hairy leg yeah with the yeah. hair coming through and just a very kind of a lovely hard mundane front, hard front outfit uh, chin length brown wig with, yeah like with low lights. they aren't trying to be a drag queen they're not trans i just think they're just someone who kind of enjoys dressing well, up in ladies clothes that's why i'm a bit slightly confused. sexual that's why i'm a bit confused about the term crossdresser because for me it's like an extension of like gender fuckery do you know what i mean it's like i'm just crossing like the boundary yeah yeah, yeah. like i'm just like it, it's it's specifically about clothes there's no element of like gender to it there's no en- mm. element of like sexuality like it's just about like i'm wearing clothes from what might be i thought of as like the other binary i don't but know with like, a slight kink to it a, a slight yeah a little rush. bit but i love the term crossy because mm. it is like and 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 i don't i don't know i don't i don't know it, it, i'm sure it must be offensive but also as well like is everyone... Well, that's what I think of a transvestite as well. I think that's an outdated term. I but don't that's really what know. I think of a transvestite rather I... than like trans person. Oh, yeah, of course. But then I saw someone the other day saying that you cannot you cannot refer to someone as a transsexual unless they have said that that's okay, that that's a very outdated term. But the lovely Sean what, Faye... What, rather than saying they are trans. Yeah, saying they're transgender, like you would say like they are... Uh, oh, the sexual bit is outdated. And I think so. Like to say yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously... In the wide world of Twitter, everyone's um, an intellect, aren't they? So oh my God, like, what's that new one? What? The new terminology, because it's like pan, <gasps> but it's deeper oh God, than pan like if you want to... Um, dobiosexual or something. No, bro. bro abrosexual. Abrosexual. And it means that like one day you may be bisexual, the next day you may be asexual, the day after that maybe you're pan and it like changes. Yeah, it's the, like, the fluidity of sexuality is that like you don't just like exist somewhere within all of these sexualities. It's that you like move head on from one sexuality to another. It's like, today I am bisexual. Tomorrow I am pan. The next day I am straight. It's absolutely. Can I do this? I mean, I, feel I can't like remember I who can. posted it. Who posted it? We were cracking Sharon up. LeGrand. Sharon, that was like the next person I hear that says their abrosexual is getting jumped. I'm so <laughs> like, don't call it something with bro in the title. Yeah, That's so confusing. Very, very, very. Like, hey, bro, sexual. <laughs> um, but yeah, not into it at all, really. Um, but then we move on to the Inside All Stars interview with RuPaul and Michelle. Glad to see that they're not called Tic Tac lunches. No well, more. stop the press. I have something to say. Please. Well, for initially, I thought they... Initially. They've been listening to the pod. They've realised that after 10 plus years, maybe we shouldn't be making jokes about eating disorders. Especially when so many queens have come on the show and spoken publicly on his show about their struggles with eating yeah. disorders. <laughs> but then, however, when there's the wide shot, did you see that at the end of the stage, there was a dish of Tic Tacs yeah. just like grabbing that shoot times, like gone but not forgotten. Like, yeah, it's, it's just there an omnipresent you know it's there. threat. Yeah, like, like what? That yeah. was so weird. It's, like, it's either... Sh- 
Tic Tac Lunch or it ain't. And yeah. if it ain't, what are they doing? It's all very, very strange. But I'm glad that they're not um, so blatantly glamorising. Like, oh, are you going to not eat that one Tic Tac because you've eaten Well, you all know that one year. tiny Tic Tac only contains two calories. It's actually your favourite one calorie snack. Really? Yeah, one calorie. Maybe it's... For maybe for the biggies of the UK, it's two a bit big. Out, two is hours it, of Tic Tac freshness and just two calories. Maybe they say if you have two. I'm only getting that from Juno with our dear friend Elliot Page in, because um, the character in Juno is like you can never have enough of your favourite one calorie snack. Because the guy Michael Sarah is obsessed with Tic Tacs. Well, there you go. I feel like I remember it from the. This is really actual boring podcast. Yeah. Right <laughs> like oh, let's talk about Tic Tacs. Let's move um, on. I feel like they've stopped um, delving as deep. In the trauma factory in these chats now. They I feel, feel like a bit lighter, harder, lighter harder. Remember that they've already made them sit on a stage and say it to an audience. Like they've really, at this point, they've just run out. There's no more so. trauma. Like, That's like, what eggs do you like? Yeah, yeah. Dog? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most importantly, Michelle looks so beautiful. I could have collapsed. I, I just couldn't. I like, she looked so gorgeous. I was literally Googling conversion therapy mm. as we, as like. She the glasses like, are fantastic as well. She just, the face, everything. I think she, I would not be surprised. Maybe as she's got older, like the fat distribution has changed on her face, but I would not be surprised if she's had buckle because the jaw, like some, maybe it's filler, like what she, it just, whatever looks, it is, is right. It is she absolutely came motherfucking right. She looks incredible. And I, yeah, I just had a real moment there. I've got another news flash I'd like to say. Is it about RuPaul the known liar? Uh, well, it's yeah to do with well, like later on in the episode when Ginger claims to be one of the biggest stars to ever come out of this competition. I had not noticed before that Ru had said Me that neither. exact phrase. To, we were watching it together and both nearly fell off the chairs about to start researching everyone's Instagram stats. Well, I'm glad you asked. Because we Because did. Yeah, <laughs> I, there was a list of queens that are over 2 million followers on Instagram. Your Trixie, Katja, Adore, um, Violet. I think Plastique is in. I think there's six of them. I can tell you. Somewhere else later in the um, thing. I think there's six of them that are over 2 million. And then there was the next section, which was queens that were at 1 million followers. And I counted 40 queens in the 1 million followers section before I gave up because I was so bored. So I was like, okay, so there's nearly, I'm already at nearly 50 queens that are, and I was like, let me go check how many followers Ginger has. Not that followers equals success, but really in terms of visibility and um, when you're talking about how you're going to sell out a a one woman show or whatever. When you're saying when you're the biggest stars to come out of a franchise. She is on... 550,000 which is the same as Eureka and the same as Kylie so it's like you're not even the most famous in this show and you've been on before thrice yeah like it it was just listen I want to uplift and celebrate all of them but it just that that seems part of the ginger ginger gender it just seems fucking mental that they would be like she like that RuPaul would say it to her mm. but I feel I don't feel bad for her saying it because if the judge of the program, of the game show you're trying to win tells you something about how well you've done in her show, I would 100% repeat it in front of the room so everybody gets to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm, I would also, I'd get fucking merch with it on. But like. initially when she first said it, we did, we weren't privy to this bit of info. I lost me bloody marbles. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, and I was just really surprised that, um, that RuPaul would say that. Mm. It just, I just thought, but again, a known liar. I really felt Sup Ginger was sucking up to her with that AJ and the Queen story. Yeah, it didn't seem really relevant in any way, did no. it? No, I mean, like... you could say 
if I'm going to be the devil's avocado, that maybe Trini did that a bit about her saying guardian angel, but Mm. that was actual life or death situation. But like, and I love she Trini. doesn't have she she doesn't have a large following. Yeah, you don't see her on the tours. She's never on like World of Wonder. She's never on Bots. She's never on like any of them. You like she's just not really that visible, and she's not. You know, like obviously Bob and Eureka and like went on to do that other Netflix program. Mm. Like so many other people are hyper visible from the show, and so I just thought RuPaul, like what, like why do you as a man lie? Well, why? I think you've answered your own question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a rhetorical question. Uh, why is RuPaul so surprised about the amount of soul Kylie has? Let, let the narrative go. Like, oh, she is, is she like a fucking, I don't know, a kissogram you've not booked <laughs> or something? Why is everyone so surprised? Do you know what was absolutely cracking me up so much? It was very from the Michelle Visage School of Conversation. Um, the she was like talking about being trans and then RuPaul just like basically hijacked the, he was like yep yep that's exactly yeah you've got it right that's exactly how I feel that's what that's how all people are it was a like, human ascended master yeah. <laughs> please I just wanted to tell you exactly what that is please ascended masters in the ascended master teachings of a number of movements in the theological the- sure the- traditional yeah. are spiritually enlightened beings who in past incarnations were ordinary humans but who have gone under who have undergone a series of spiritual transformations originally called initiations like what can Who i be real with you billionaire bullshit i was gonna say i hear a lot of bullshit to overthrow the sound of fracking like yeah remember that all of this fucking um him astral projecting to a higher frequency and stuff it's like he's shifting he's going to be draco's boyfriend <laughs> like he all of this bullshit that he like pretends to be so spiritual and so in touch with um like vibrating on a higher plane like you are the vibrating you can feel is the fracking machines yes. in your garden like like make it make sense shaking our earth yeah. loose. yeah i mean sure whatever um but I wish they'd let Michelle talk. She felt like a glorified extra for this. She just at the end was like, yep, yeah, congratulations. It's just like she didn't really get to talk to any of them. Because she's only negative. That's why they're not allowed to be negative on the last episode. True. She really did, had no words for them. Um, it's a new day in the coronation day. <laughs> the dolls re-enter the workroom on elimination day. Um, just to have some mirror chats, put some final touches to their look. I like the vibe. Yeah. It seems relaxed. But also, like, still competitive, but just, like, without that, that kind of... anus. Yeah. Relaxed, yeah, 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 yeah. but still uh, wants to bite. Competitive prices. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just none of that gross, like, tension that everything, like, depends on this and it's too much. Well, I think, actually, you've got to a point now, uh, this is how I felt, where, like, they want it, but it doesn't feel that tense. Do you mm. know, like, remember with Shay that she was like, I have to fucking win this. Like, she had so much to prove. And I just feel like these ones, they all really want it, but it didn't feel like... I don't know. I didn't feel like there were anyone was going to fucking slit each other's throats to get it. No. Which sometimes it does. Um, but it's so nice. I love to see, I noticed two of them using Alyssa's palette, the uh, AVH Alyssa's palette. And you're sh- clever. You gift it to all of them before they go on so everyone sees well, you. Well, isn't them. the prize ABH? I can't keep up. It's, I think uh, I think Anastasia is the, is the sponsor. Mm. And you'd win a life, uh, lifetime supply of Anastasia. But then it just made me think, like, how fucking sick is that? Alyssa has a palette with Anastasia Beverly Hills, which is like, I know obviously they are tied to Drag Race, but just like, I mean, she must have made literal millions from it. Oh, I hope so. No, 100%. Like, the palette is like... doing a lovely pink glam. Well, the palette is like £40. And not only do you have the very established um, audience of Anastasia Beverly Hills, one of the biggest 
makeup brands in America. And Anastasia Leverhausen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so many people would buy it anyway. So many just like makeup lovers. But then you've got the whole drag world. Like it's a drag palette. It's like mm. bright colours. It's got like transition shades, black and white. Like it's it's essentially made to do a drag eyes. So, I want it. Why haven't I got it? I don't know. But it's like, yeah, 100% you would have made like multi-million pounds on it. But... Ginger Minge, one of the biggest stars, sure. Where, where is your palette? <laughs> where are the jokes? Uh, should we have a cheeky little um, tete-a-tete, yeah. frottage, BRB? Yeah, please. Okay, All right. back in a sec. See you on the other side, girls. It started in a church hall, and then shit got crazy. Rebel Bingo rose up from the underworld to remind everyone that he's home. Sure, they've been around the block. From Las Vegas to New York, LA, Ibiza, Portsmouth Student Union. But they are back in their spiritual homeland, London. And because there just ain't nothing like a TP Dubs party, you can now grab £5 tickets for their next events in September and October with the code TRUFFLEPIGS, that's plural, that's TRUFFLEPIGS, for a £5 ticket for the next Rebel Bingo. So go grab them now. It's www.rebelbingo.com. Join the revolution on the 3rd of September and the 2nd of October at Oslo Hackney. The OG intense bingo experience. For the final time this year, please welcome to the stage, all the way from Napoli, Miss Lwyn Gwini! <laughs> you hit that roll, honey. Everyone's favourite... Oh, <laughs> oh, I fumbled the bag, I fumbled the bag. Everyone's favourite deformed star, Miss Ella Fantitis. <laughs> Oh, I really fumbled the bag on that one. Listen, a that was a good one, though. A stand-up, she ain't. Um, but I'm really running out of uh, I'm running out of these uh, drag names. And it's the end of the season, then, isn't truly. it? Truly, and I hope we see some. I hope we see from House of Pig. We see some new uh, baby queens pop up that are stealing these names. <laughs> some of them, maybe not, because they've been incredibly offensive. But um, I'd like to see you out in the clubs, girls. Um, let's talk this runway. Why does None of RuPaul's tights or nude panels ever matches skin tone. Ah, nay. I don't know. I don't. This time at least, she did have like black fishnets on, which could have been making the... No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Big wide ones. Oh, but underneath she had other skin. She had uh, Mm. like her skin tone, her skin tone, I say very loosely, uh, which again did not match her arms or the nude panels on her body. No, I just don't get it. Especially when it's on the like... The top half of the body with like big old sections yeah. especially when it's zoldy as well like would you not just be like okay this material that we have made in the perfect color will always be your nude panels yeah like, it's the color of your skin yeah it's absolutely bizarre when i first saw it the full ensemble i was like oh but then on closer inspection i was just like i don't like any of it the actually. hair was mental no yeah at first you see legs sparkle blonde big so it's like yeah. you thought it was you i thought it was me <laughs> Um, the hair was absolutely fucking mental I will not stand for it but the runway theme this week all star eleganza extravaganza which is all it always gives Mm. love it Um, should we talk about this is our country let's do it 
Okay, do you want to tell me... Wait, I've got to say as well first. Michelle looked lovely, but why dress like a Victorian teacher or like the old lady Mm. who lived in a shoe? I don't know. Okay. I I have no answer for that. I was hoping you could tell me on the the grapevine. It just... um, that was an odd, but I mean, consecutively, we do often have very, very strange, yeah, very strange looks from Michelle Visage. Little what she gives in the era, yeah, what she gives in the face, she really uh, loses in the in Levitmont. Um, but let's talk. This is our country. Let's talk about the girls. Let's break it down. Um, what do you think of Eureka? Her verse was so weird. Just like mm. listing queens and then being like, don't do that. Just seems like a very weird road to go down just for an outfit. And it was a little too fast as well. Yeah, she, so hasn't, she didn't have the rhythm. She ain't got the rhythm. She ain't got the diction. Mm. The diction. The Although lips, the I did um, think, I think maybe on Kylie's one, it's like they've actually got such a short amount of space yeah. and they all try to fit so much in. They're all really like speaking fast. They have half the amount of time that they had on Read You, Read You, Wrote You. Yeah, think how long they have in American. Mm. Like yeah. a, a full verse and then like a little pre-chorus hook. Yeah. Sorry, uh, just throwing out the musical terms there. Pre-chorus sorry. hook. You Why better. didn't they show us any studio footage, I wonder? Mm. Maybe it just wasn't that interesting. Probably not. Or maybe they just didn't want to ruin any of the surprise of the track because they want people to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Ginger, her voice really lends itself well to this style of track. I thought actually her voice sounded, she's not really like a voice that I would seek out to listen to, but I thought for this country shit, like actually it sounds great. Maybe that's, she should pivot and stop doing her her show tunes and do, mm. do sort of more country. Well, she really sounded like she had turned it up to 12, the well, country I mean, voice. It's, t- it's pretty turnt to begin with. Wait, can I just say a couple more things about Eureka? Please. Uh, first of all, I wish her outfit wasn't a bodysuit with that teeny tiny the stupid outfits shoe. outfits were very confusing. Like, yeah, you, you must have something with a tassel on. If you didn't know that it was going to be either USA or country vibe, I, I know you got something with some fringe on it. Anything that could have there, been a bit There's better. definitely something going on with production here that that they're like like why are they all dressed so disparately like first of all eureka is dressed as a british queen and then you have uh ginger minge who's in like some mental little like i don't know like cheerleading outfit like i, I don't thought even know that could have at least gone as like some like tacky 80s like middle-aged country singer look from the yeah from the but 80s. you're really trying to excavate like a meaning for it wasn't like it didn't it wasn't the only person was who was like loud and proud american was kylie yeah like you looked at it and i would have been like, oh that's probably a usa number mm. but like the others were so confusing yeah um also i just thought eureka never really looked like she was having fun like unless because we haven't really seen her lip sync loads maybe that's just her lip stink lip stink do i look like i'm having fun not really no. but she's always given the kind of like serious intenseness and it's like that's not your character like you can't you can't just do that for every song. Like this one song is should be like with a bit of like a cheeky smile. I really felt like they first of all they the whoever produces this is always like trying to tap into the idea that like we need uplifting songs for all the little gay boys and gay girls and gay thems and gay theys sitting in their bedroom. That I they don't think anyone's like, going to be bumping this in the club. No, but I think I feel like they all of like America uh, American and um super queen and stuff i don't think they're club tracks i think they're meant to be like uplifting things for people to bump at home but at least at the American, gay you would like if it came on in the club i'd be singing along yeah uh yeah but i feel like they always try and tap in to like uplifting mm. community power anthems and so then i think they just lose me because yeah. it's like especially with ginger uh, much less with kylie and raja but with definitely with eureka and ginger i feel like 
like they didn't say anything. They're just it's just like a tick list. It's like a bingo sheet of just yeah, being like, hundreds. right, like be yourself, like stand true, don't let the haters take you down. Do you know what I mean? They're always just like saying these like super sort of just like bullshit. Um, yeah, I thought um, Jin just didn't have any kind of personalized message or no. anything. It's just like literally a patriotic song to be honest Eureka's didn't really say much no and, and she wasted time listing m- the monarchy Catherine the Grey yeah and <laughs> at least do the gay monarchy you know, Barbara Bett Liza and what, oh my god what is it that Jack McFarlane says he's like um, oh, never mind forget, <laughs> forget about it uh, Kylie just looked like a pop star Judy Liza Barbara Bett these are names we'll never forget thank you <laughs> Um, she is a pop star. She's both she her and Raja turned a look that was like this. I am watching an artist perform. I thought, mm. um, and she. I just thought she looked sublime. I thought again, this will be mirrored in her uh, uh, runway look. She's modern. She's current. She's cutting edge. Like she doesn't. There's nothing about her that's tired. And also, what I find really interesting about her is I don't know whether she would say I. This maybe you've got the answer to. This. I don't know whether she would say her drag is. Um, fucking with like gender presentation because no. I feel like she does that like, actually more out of drag than she like she's like really like at home with like more a more like gender fuckery presentation I think yeah she's got a tomboy in the <laughs> yeah room. and um but I don't know whether she sees her like her drag as like gender presentation or whether she's like I'm just like performing as as the woman I am if that makes sense um but she performs as like she's not getting dressed up as Bianca Del Rio she's getting dressed up as like a young woman that you would see in the club. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. Her and Raja for 100% were like the obvious front runners yeah. by this point. Yeah. Because you don't really get that that much because it's like maybe more a little pedestrian sometimes, but you don't really see that because what you more see is like your plastic tiaras and stuff of people that are like going for like, I am a young pop, but it's like very, very over the top. Mm. You know, like I'm I'm, I'm the pop bitch. I'm, I'm giving you Ariana. Is it giving Arianka? Is it giving Ariadne? Uh, but it, yeah, I don't know. Like she's, I just feel like she brings a really different. Maybe it's because she's a bit older as well. Maybe that it doesn't feel like super tweeny and bubblegum. Mm. But I mean, obviously, I love her. Um, yeah, she looked cool. She looked hot. Most importantly, do not skip over. Did you love the choreo little dosey do moment? I really oh, I liked that. I like the Kylie on the bandana on her butt. I yeah. like the uh, yeah. She just. Her and Raja both just seem like comfortable on stage. Like they just Raja's rap was so tight. She's got a really good flow at the end. I thought yeah, not yeah, what you'd yeah. expect. Yeah, it was I just don't know why she's wearing a twenty fourteen Miley Cyrus bangers tour outfit bangers, bangers, rip off. Bangers. And I know that because I myself have got a very very bad Alex. You actually Press. have many of them. You, you, you've got that sort of um, the is it like a baseball outfit one as well from Bangers the Bangers tour? Do you remember that? The red one. Yeah, Chicago Bulls. Yeah. That was never really a stage. What's Chicago outfit. Bulls? Basketball. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know I don't keep up with the volleyball, dear. Um so should we talk about the the runway? Um I said everything I wanted to say. Uh I wish when they all walked forward together they were walking in sync. Well. <laughs> take that up with Jamal Sims. I just feel like yeah, that looks messy. And um, was it subliminal messaging when they cut to Kylie saying, love is the answer, love always wins? Because Kylie's unique, love always wins. Um, yeah, I hope so. Let's talk about the uh, the all-star extravaganza runway. Because first up, we have... Your- hey, first up, what would you wear? True. Um, I always really struggle with this because I feel like it should be, maybe... Um, 
the most quintessential outfit that you have that has ever screamed Miss Lucky Luck. But also, you're at the end of the competition. Are you are you going to be able to hold something out that long? That is essentially the best thing that you've brought. Well, I think so because everything you bring in will be assigned. It's not like you're just bringing all your stuff and then you work out what you'll do for it. Everything is for a specific runway or yeah. like mini challenge. Category. I would 100. Uh, I I can't tell you what I'd wear, but I can tell you what I'd stay away from. I would 100 percent stay away from a gown. I would 100 percent stay away from anything that was like I wouldn't want to wear like a showstopper outfit. And that's oh, sorry, so can I just say as well, please. rewinding back, that was very very brave of Kylie to not wear a gown. Because that's what people expect. For the runway. Sorry, I fast-forwarded. You really have fast-forwarded and it saw the panic in your eyes as you realise that. Um, yeah, I I would go for something that was current and cutting edge. If you think, this isn't really that similar, but if you think about like when Violet wore like the Victor, Victoria look, and she was like, everyone's wearing a dress, I wore trousers. Mm. I would try and think of something that was a bit more cutting edge than just like, I don't want, I don't want my last thing to be pageanty mm. and to be like cookie cutter. And everyone always wears a gown. But interestingly, not that many people wore gowns this time. So that was that was nice. Um, what would you wear? Uh, well, it's hard, isn't it? Because when there's a Toxic category... Britney Spears sparkly <laughs> get so. Do you want me to... Should I answer my own question? I don't know. It'll probably be boring, but you can try. Okay. Well, ah! um, yeah, because like, if there's a category, you've got something to latch onto. But if it's just like eleganza or extravaganza, mm. it's like the whole world can be anything. What, what says eleganza? What is eleganza to you? Well, weirdly, well, maybe not weirdly, because I often visit it. I went to Disney's Fantasia's The Centaurs. Yeah. And I imagined me, I'd want to be a lovely centaur lady. Mm. Um, so I'd have like the back and the back legs coming off me. And I was thinking oh, you what, could like have... a full, the... like, like a furry's outfit? No. <laughs> so would it be furry? What would it be like? I don't know. Horse. Probably more like silicone. Oh. <gasps> And then you could have like the the legs on wheels, but also they have like little bends in the knees, so they move with your knees. And then I would oh, see. First of all, I kind of want the hair with the doves on it, and then maybe they could just like change positions constantly. But then I would like to be one of the pastel ones. So maybe I'll just be like a medley of all of them and I just am... be so gorgeous and just floating. My flabber is ghasted. I need to see this look immediately. <laughs> Right, if any of you are dab hand at paper mache, you get in touch with us because we need to make this look make this look a real thing. Um, that would be sensational. I don't really know what I view as ele- like eleganza. For me, that was more of the extravaganza part. Yeah. You you bring the eleganza yourself, don't you? Yes, yeah, it's more of face. just kind of like a, a, a way feeling. of life, yeah. Mm. A sensation. Okay, let's talk about Eureka doing Bob Mackey's share goes to carnival. First reaction, I was like Wow. I fucking love This that. is an event. However, on closer inspection, I wish the kind of like hip chain bits were just all filled in with the purple material. So it was kind of like a real sharp high waist to low just above the puss um, rather than like a kind of dropped waist look. Um, I think though that it was mainly, um, this might not be true, but I think it was mainly based on the Mackie look that she wore for the Moonstruck for the Oscars. Yeah, and I actually looked at the image and double checked, and she doesn't have low waist with chains. She doesn't. Interesting. That's what I was going to say. I thought maybe it's that they've done a proper repro of it, and um, that's why. I feel like it would work better if like the chains were like real. Keep calling them train chains because that's I assume they would be like sort of jeweled straps or something. But yeah, I didn't. Like that, but the face was gorgeous. The size of the headdress was insane. The hair was huge. 
So yeah. it's a real spectacle. A real spectacle. And can I just say as well, like, I think it's important to point out that the gays, not the gays, the gays, oh. the gays, the gays that we look, uh, that we like view, I think that we view larger bodies under is like, realistically, if Aquaria had walked down the, uh, the and, and that was on a, on a rake thin body, You'd absolutely lost your mind, and I think I don't like a drop waist. I'll say it. In I know, but I think we, I think like a, a dropped waist on Aquarius' tiny frame would look completely different. And I think we're so predisposed to view, to to be critical of of, like when you're very very thin, there's no your body doesn't manipulate the silhouette or the shape in any way. It just everything just hangs on you. You're like a just like a coat hanger. And I think that we are much more hypercritical of how things cut and how things look on larger bodies because Barney coming through with these bold new ideas no one's ever thought of <laughs> I just think that basically when I saw it I saw it and I was like I fucking love it and then I started like critiquing like every single bit of it and being like oh well actually this is and I was like do you know what if fucking Miss Fame had come down the runway I would have been like gorgeous 10 out of 10 love it and it's like I think that I don't know, because she pushes the boundaries of like what you expect on larger bodies, that then I'm like, well, if she's pushing the boundaries, then I'll really try and read it when it's like, that just wouldn't happen with someone else. And I think that it's like a time that you have to sort of confront your own bias about like, like sort of subconsciously how you view and critique larger bodies. That's me personally. I'm not saying that's you. I know um, it's not me because I would have hated it on, especially on fame or queer. I think you should know better. Wow. But, For me, that low waist. Um, but I fucking loved it and I gave it a nine. I <laughs> so. gave it eight truffles. Oh, congrats. Um, let's talk. Ginger Minge in the origami. I felt like she was trying to give us like a Carrie Bradshaw moment. What? In what way? I don't know. Just young flighty fashion girl or something. <laughs> Isn't that you, young flighty no. fashion girl? Um, I thought she looked super cute or tanned and glowy though. Love to see this sort of uh, farmer's tan on her. It was definitely better than I expected from her. I just wish that it was a more of a kind of um elegant updo because that wig was so like thick at the bottom like it would be nice if she had a bit of neck it just all seemed a bit like squished down together now remember that i said she looked super cute and tanned and glowy farmer's tan i believe you called it <laughs> because uh the silhouette it just didn't make any sense for me like she's like what like five is she five two i think which is like at that at that point you're like a registered little person though like she's she's absolutely tiny mm. and remember she's got heels on as well like biscuit cute kickers. heels no yeah. she had the diamante stilettos <laughs> Did she? on yeah oh good for her um but this silhouette for just like for someone that's not only of minuscule size but also like bigger in the middle why would you have a silhouette where it's just like it goes she, it was like an empire line wasn't it it was just like straight out from the bust and the bust was really big then she had the wide hair and then the whole dress was no really i thought big. it was just like a circle skirt with just like loads of shit added on it but then maybe it was just cute in the face thick in the waist do you know what i mean mm. like but it just she was like oh it's a classic 1950s housewife silhouette i was like no it's not <laughs> like are you seeing something different i just i i really when she came out i was like this doesn't this doesn't make sense to me at all i really don't like it Kath. yeah it's uh i actually gave this a six i just i gave it 6.5 i thought this in, this is not a winner's gown but and also gown yeah uh, let's talk Kylie serving you the pride of the USA. Wow, wow, we wow, bounchika, wow, wow, yeah. I bought a tinsel platinum wig as soon as this episode finished. Literally, like, before she'd even left the runway, you were on. I was always on the vanity. fence, but <laughs> now seeing it on her, I was like, okay, no, you've sold it for me now. It just it like 
the wig was so gorgeous itself, but then just like when it's catching the light and it's like, mm. is that tinsel? Is that just like the dewy drops of a goddess? Who knows? Yeah. Like, um, this is exactly how an icon dresses. This is like giving me like, this is like iconic to me. I just thought like, like Naomi Campbell would wear that. Yeah. And it's not like, she's like, obviously like, there's no way I'm going to go for the classic ball gown, like whatever. It's modern. It's, it was so sexy. Mm. But also it's given me like, hints to like RuPaul dressed as Wonder Woman mm. but then also yeah she looks exactly like Wonder Woman but then how sick it is that like also that she's like on the main stage as what what will become our winner she's like redefining like I am a Wonder Woman do you mm. know what I mean like and yeah, as like a trans a, woman she's like I'm, I'm yeah. a Wonder Woman and I love the fact that she didn't wear a gown because that's just so what is expected and yeah 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 you might even think you'd be penalised for not but she was just like no I am a modern cool fucking bitch chick <laughs> um, yeah, I gave it obviously a 10. 10 out of 10, honey. I gave it a 9. A 9? Yeah. Why not a 10? I don't know, because I didn't scream the house down, boots, yes, God, mama. Please don't. <laughs> um, next up, we have Raja D. O'Hara. And now the- this, sorry. Go on. This was the the biggest gasp of the night for me. Why? Her body in that dress, I, I mean, just like couldn't cope with it. This the cinch, the leg, you purple velvet royalty. Mm. Um, she just looks so beautiful. But can I be honest? There was something about the bust detail that was a bit confusing to me. It looked, it looked. I thought it looked a bit unfinished. Oh, the thing that was just just ugh, the thing that was distracting me was the, the shine on her forehead. Yeah, I just wish there was like a bang or. I don't know. I don't want to speak on the hairstyle too much. So I couldn't really see what it was, but I just yeah. know I needed less shine on the forehead. I wish Rihanna had come me. back and taken her forehead back, to be honest. Mm. She, it was, do you know what it was? I think she had done a really gorgeous, like very matte sort of 90s supermodel beat. And I think her hair, I think maybe she used her, what is her boy hair? Could she maybe have blown it back? She's got it her? kind of like in a sort of crowny. So it couldn't have been her boy hair? No. Okay. But I think she just had, I think she had on a dark brown or black lace front and it was just so slick to the head that it was just, she'd blended it in with her contour well Mm. and it was just like, it just went straight back into that sort of high pony. And it's just hard to tell where, where the boundary Mm. was. She was really giving me that Diana Ross, beautiful, gorgeous energy that we got at the Super Bowl as well. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Uh, I mean, and let's say it, she invented purple. She did. She did. I'm sorry, Thank Prince. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm I, sorry, Chan. <laughs> I mean, are you? She well, I feel bad for her. I mean, hers is lilac, but she really has been on two seasons of Drag Race, only wearing lilac basically. And then Rue's like, "Hey, Raja, look at you inventing purple." Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and I gave this a nine. I thought it was. I, I gave this nine point five. I thought it was great. So you gave this more than Kylie, just because the initial reaction, I I gasped. The body. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. So can I ask you now, for the final time this season, what was your zinger and what was your minger? Zinger. My zinger was, of course, Kylie's glitter Kylie's pleased, blonde, teased out Pammy. Uh, yeah, gorgeous. And is that exactly what we're going to do to yours? Oh, uh, she had a weird kind of like, was that front parting? I would want like quite a deep side parting with a deep side. big old fringe. Yeah. Uh, can I ask what your minger is? My minger is that Ginger's one. It was just so very, like, bottom heavy. Yeah. And it also, like, it didn't have a very defined sort of wave to it. It was, like, quite, almost looked like it had been a bit beaten up. Mm. Uh, mine was RuPaul's Mound of Worms. He was wearing <laughs> on his head. I just, I'm sorry. I couldn't, I could not get into that. Um, and then we head into the critiques. Le critique. Uh, Eureka's speech was fantastic. Literally 
the four, next four words written down. Eureka's speech was fantastic. She just really <laughs> cemented why she deserved to come back, if not just to give us that sweet outfit moment in the purple. But like when she was talking, I was like, she knows how to play this motherfucking game. Humble yet confident. Yeah, and just as well, like she, I like as well as one point that she said when she was talking about her size. She was like, I don't mean to go on about my size, mm. but like it's really fucking like groundbreaking that I'm here. And even that sort of like level of like, uh, like understanding that she's like, I know that like maybe I do talk about it a bit, but it is like, remember how important it is that mm-hmm. I'm here and I'm breaking down these uh, notions of what it is to be a big queen. I just thought, oh, and to say all that good, deep stuff. Good, and deep stuff. Yeah. Um, but then just to end on a joke as well. So and it's such a it's stupid not that deep. joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, when Ginger repeated, she is one of the biggest stars, it just doesn't get any easier hearing it. <laughs> I thought, just go outside and touch some grass. It's not that deep. One of the biggest stars. No. You need to touch a reality, honey. Um isn't it nice to see Michelle's country accent really um, coming out of its shell this it, week? It, well, well, you know, she's if your country, world. she's lived, she yeah. actually grew up in Arkansas. Um, my favourite was when, uh, how much Kylie humbled Michelle Visage. You know, Michelle Visage, she really speaks with the weight of the full queer community on her. As, as the only as the only cis woman that was ever been allowed on Grinder. She really speaks from the ancestors of the queer community. Um and she said something to Kylie and Kylie went, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, she ain't chicken for you, bitch. She ain't chicken for you. And then I guess we head into the lip sync, Luke's. But do you know what we do be before? We get to see Shay, Shay in her AIX machina glam uh. for her new single Collide, which is out now on all streaming platforms. Um, and it's feet uh, our good girl, Mickey Blanco. Cute. Isn't that a nice crossover? My soulmate. Yeah. Shay, Shay is. And my soulmate, Mickey Blanco. Yeah. Um, I thought she looked great. Um, I was very glad they didn't do the thing that they did on All Stars 4, I think it was, when they... Let Naomi get all dressed up in another look just to say, oh, sorry, babe, you didn't make top three. Do you want to just take a seat with like no fanfare? No, no. congrats for getting this I think far. that's partly because it was it would have been Eureka and they've like just brought her back and she's won. Mm. So I think they were like, they might as well all just lip sync. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. works. Um, but when they said that they were all going to lip sync, I was like, get me off. I do not want to ride anymore. Get me off this motherfucking <laughs> no, train. More lip syncs. Yeah, because um, I thought it was just going to be a 4G. Just all of them just go in absolutely fucking ham hock i still um, get flashbacks to the like sort of how many was it like six seven oh, girls on the God. stage at once and that was um what's her name honey davenport throwing it yeah throwing it down back and forth <laughs> um thank fuck it was separate though uh would you kill a stupid love lip sync i kind of think so because it's got lots of different moments in it i just can i be honest i don't really I'm I like I fan of the art, fan of the visuals. We've spoken about this before. Like Gaga, never done. What does she say? Never been seen before. Never been done. Blah 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 blah. She's fantastic, but she's just not someone that I listen to at all. No, and I don't really know that much about her. Um, and I I feel like it's not an impersonation. I know, but I feel like the connection that some queens have to that is like what makes them do a fantastic lip sync. And I'm just like, yeah, it was fun. I like the beat. Like I just, it wasn't like. I feel like I couldn't connect to it and be like, oh, like in the way that the gays TM do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's what we'd be lacking. The mm-hmm. thing that the people are like, uh, Stephanie Germanotta saved my life. Yeah. That, but I feel like you could probably go fucking hard on this. I just, I... Yeah, I just feel like it's got all the different little like freak out, freak out bit. And then like, yeah, there's kind of like, 
it's not just like one level you can kind of you can afford to do like a funny bit and then like a dancey yeah. bit and then a sexy bit so whose lip sync did you love Kylie Sunit love her in that fucking B color look oh my god she looked like an Alexandra Vothier like quality street a who Alexandra Vothier he's the one that does all them you know that gorgeous um like purpley dress that Dua Lipa wore that I was obsessed with that, that metallic one kind he just does of loads of like really gorgeous jellyfish vibes yeah he does loads of no you're thinking of the Versace uh one that she wore to the Met Gala with the big uh, sure Priscilla hair um she just he just d- d- uses a lot sort of like uh like sort of metallic crepe mm-hmm. a lot like in like jewel tones and stuff um but it was just fucking gorgeous it seemed like it was a two-horse race, though. Like, it was only going to oh, be yeah, Raja yeah, yeah, around. Yeah, for sure. They just, I know I said it before, but just, like, the way they move, especially Raja, actually, the way she moves across the stage, it's like, she owns this Command. bit. She's not scared yeah. of anything. She'll, like, she, yeah, she just, she's it's all like, over it's, it. What I love in a lip sync is when you watch someone and it looks like they are performing and singing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I... So often you'll see there's such a disconnect between the performer that they're like, they don't have the the weight and the gravitas of this song. So they are lip syncing. But it's real special when you see, especially someone like Raja, when it's like, you could like blink and it's it's Raja performing her song. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're like not scared to give like just a real woman being sexy. Thoughts on Ginger's AliExpress leotard for the finale of All Stars? <laughs> I mean, maybe Millie Bobby Brown was right. You're boring. I just feel like the things Ginger does, and maybe this is just because we've been burned by her this season, but like the things, the little details she does, like that's made for a smaller audience. Like you need to be, the kind of moves you're doing aren't going to sit well in a massive stadium. Yeah, but I feel like she's not got the energy in her to be like, I'm performing Mm. at the O2. She's very kind of like, come up and lick me in the eye sometime. Sure. But was it fashion? No. <laughs> I think my my always like go to with this is one of for me the most magnetic like inspiring lip syncers from the drag race uh, franchise obviously is Sasha. You will never catch Sasha doing the Ellie Diamond 8 count. You will never catch her doing like you know that move that I hate that everyone does. The cracker move. Yeah, like there is like a certain sort of like 8 drag queen moves that when people are bored and there's like a lift in the song they're like this is what I'll do mm. so that the audience this as well yeah um and you will never catch you rarely it, unless she's doing like a choreograph number and there are some fucking sick numbers that she's done because she's got some she she moves so well sash that, yeah like there's a, a number that she does at nightgowns to um do, 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 do. the Latigra song every day and night and she's got like her her boyfriend Johnny Velour and someone else and they're like it's like a full like sort of like girl band number mm. um, and it's just so sick but she never ever gets up on the stage and does like choreo or weird shit like that and she is someone that like harnesses the power of like she's strong and still but she moves and every single move that she does when she lip syncs has intention and she just proves to me over and over again that like you don't even really need to move to lip sync well if you've got if you understand what you're doing and you've got like stagecraft she sometimes just stands in the middle of the stage and is like the most incredible lip syncer that you've ever seen Mm. and so like I don't equate good lip syncing with dancing or like doing the most or jumping into splits or whatever. So I just don't, I don't, I don't need that from them ever. And I feel like 
so many people rely on it that quite often if I see it at the beginning, I just switch off. Yeah. I'm like, I know what I'm going to get here. Um, and Kylie Sonique Love, she can dance so well. She can give you everything, but she doesn't. Notice how she didn't, for that last lip sync, do her backflips, mm. do her like splits and stuff. Like she was just giving you well, until... She really do shit in the... Uh like ankle length wiggle dress congratulations on wearing that on the lip sync until the momentous slip into a forward roll now that's some motherfucking showgirl shit thank you that is how you style it out just the stress of that and then the payoff oh. was so good and what about her sitting on that coat like a prize kitty i love <laughs> it when they do that so much mm. um i actually felt sick watching this because i was like i need her to win so much like, it was just so intense, no? Like, did you feel like she was going to win? Uh, I don't know. I was still always just scared that Ginger might come and <sighs> take it. Uh, but she's doing, Ginger's doing a thing that um, Scarlet does that I don't like. I can't really describe it, but it's just always kind of like doing the like puppy dog, like forlorn eyes. Like you're trying to give intensity, but like not every song is intense like that. And not even every song is intense all the way through like know, that you, you can just rely on that do you know what it feels like watching you do it it feels like they want to give you know if you see like shay or someone give like actual like feeling when they're like this is this is tough this is painful it feels like they're they want to do that but they're doing like a pantomime version of it yeah do you know what i mean like rather than like i'm feeling like the intense emotional uh experience here as i'm lip syncing they like don't really have she hasn't really got the range, darling. Mm. She hasn't got the depth for it. So she's given you sort of a Disney version of it. Yeah. That's basically her whole problem with the pink table talk on school. Well, exactly. Do you feel like the studio crownings feel so anticlimactic? Yeah, rubbish. They, well, because they filmed all the endings, haven't they? Mm. So it's just like it never really feels like a moment. But the moment was our baby Kylie Sneak Love is Woo! the first trans woman winner of Drag Race. Do you think Rue did it to say, okay, everyone, you can stop calling me transphobe now? No. Well, I mean, who fucking knows with that psychopath? But it like it uh, it felt so justified. Hers was the best mm. lip sync. I loved her look the most. Like she has been I know she I did see that like she actually hasn't won the most amount of challenges. But what I will say is that the judging of this season has been absolutely fucking abominable. Mm. Um, I say the the screams of joy that were let out really made up for the ones that were stifled when we thought Bimini was going to win and she didn't. Oh my god! Yeah, different screams were let out. But I really felt like now I got to live my blonde trans icon winner moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, I just um, it it. I wanted it so badly for her, but I just, you just never know with Drag mm. Race. Um, but I would have really lost my mind if Ginger had won. <laughs> when sorry, she I've got to let it go. Yeah, no. Uh, when she was just standing there with her eyes closed, just like taking it all in. She looks so gorgeous. I mean, she just is, isn't she? Yeah, she's got a real, not that I've even seen it, but real like Evita kind of beautiful Evita. strength. Evita? Do you see Evita <laughs> as Madonna though? I've not seen it, so. Over her arm. Um, I, I see it. I just like a very, I think you mean like a very sort of regal elegance. Mm, just gorgeous. Um, it's mad when you think that they filmed it four times. Like, do you think everyone's acting is still as good by the last well, well, maybe they filmed a couple of ties too. Who mm. knows? I hope not. I hope they give give up on that. Yeah. I unless it's two of our faves. Uh, unless it's two of our faves, then I'm fine with it. Do you know what I mean? If it was, if it had been a taste bimini, 
Um, that would have been cute. That would have been very cute. Um, but we do demand winners from here on out. I'm sorry. Um, so for the last time, should we talk these? I know. I just 100% know that these are going to be so basic. Because mine are so <laughs> yeah, basic. Let's talk Rose and Thorn. What was your Rose? The recovery from the trip. A okay. charge of force. Okay. Okay. I mean, you're going to know what my Rose is. Kylie won! Yeah. Just like, uh, just the, um, I've seen so many huge news things report on this. It's like RuPaul's Drag Race has crowned its first uh, like female trans um, star. Like it's it's so newsworthy. It's such a huge thing. And especially after the fucking like when you think about people like Bitter Betty and stuff that just literally for years have been like let fucking women on the show. Mm. Like let like people that are like figureheads of the drag community um, who just want to feel the vindication of being like allowed on this platform vindication vindication is that another right word but if, if you vindicate someone it's like a negative thing oh i thought it was like if like you're vindicated accused. i thought it was like validated is that what i mean like Maybe. the validation sorry i thought vindicated like oh i feel vindicated that like finally what i've been fighting for has come to fruition i mean you're the wordy one out of the two I'm, of who's wordy no i'm just sh- i'm talking shit <laughs> i've been listening to me for an hour and a half just like what is this fuck it talking about what was your um, thorn but sorry can i just say just it's it's rather than her just winning it's that the possibility that this opens up now that it's like you've got your first trans winner like you obviously in UK as well like we're embracing like all forms of drag but it just they really have opened the gate now that they can't turn down anyone Mm. I mean I will be (laughs) fucking like they just can't like it's just that it would make absolutely zero sense so you reckon drag kings coming to a drag race near you fucking hope so what we haven't seen though yet which I we we kind of did see with Got Mick. What we haven't had yet is a um, female trans woman that hasn't been on the show before just coming through. Mm. So like obviously everyone, like your Gia's, your Jigglies, um, your Kylie's, everyone, they have been on the show previously and some presenting male. Um, so I'd like, I can't wait until we see the next run that has just got like trans women, like maybe a couple of gals from the Colby fam. Oh, oh imagine, like, do you know what I mean? I just want to see, um, I just want to see that. Mm. Um, but yeah, just opening the possibilities. What was your thought? Uh, that Trini can't be there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, as basic as it is, my thorn was just how much fun doing All-Stars would be and how quickly it's gone and that we're not doing All-Stars no more. Oh. I'm actually quite sad that we uh, it's all over and done. I'm not sure if I believe you. Really? Yeah. Why? Just I'm a known liar. Known liar. Nasty. Uh, hate everyone. Nasty. Don't like spending time <laughs> with you. Don't like talking. Um, no, I am genuinely like, I was just like, when I was watching it then, I was like, oh, All Stars is over. Just because you feel like with All Stars that they're your, they're your mates mm. competing, aren't they? So it's just like, oh, All Stars done. But what that does mean is that we get a fucking break, finally. Well, exactly. Finally. And we can look at that list just to, on the wall here. And try and do some of the 100 million tasks that we need to do. <laughs> On that note, I guess we'll be our B until... I guess we are until you'll see us come back in. Now, they say that, uh, I think it was end of October, they think is going to be the okay the premiere. So I think you'll see us back in October when we'll be uh, screaming along with season three of UK Drag Race. Um, and if you haven't caught up last week we did a little meet the queens look look at all of them 